Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Owls Talk Podcast is sponsored by the Cottage New Archulism Burgers. Now on match days. Well, guess what? Owls talk. <laughs> I just want to talk. Just a Wednesday fan. I just, just want to ha- have a little, little chat. Are you serious? Yes, I'm goddamn serious. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a woman. Hello. Hello. Good evening, morning, or afternoon, listeners, depending on when you're listening to this. This is episode 14 of the Owl Talk Sheffield Wednesday podcast. And my name's Neil. Welcome along. And as you can tell by the silence, James isn't here. James is not here. He's apparently. We had a, a phone call this morning saying that he's refused to travel to record the podcast. Um, I don't know what's going on. We've heard nothing else, just that he's, uh, he's not up for being on it. So I'm afraid you're stuck with me um, all the way through this one. So welcome along. It's a shame about James, but these things happen in podcasts. You know, sometimes you get your heads turned by rivals and, you know, you just flat out go on strike and refuse to perform, don't you? Oh, hang on, hang on. I think I can see him outside the window. Hang on. Oi! Oi! He's riding around on like this fucking blue bike or something outside. Hang on. Oi! Get your get your ass in here. I don't care. Don't give me that. Don't. Right, he's coming. He's coming. Bear with me. We'll find out what's going on here because uh, I'm not happy. I'll be honest. I'm not happy. Uh, oh, here he is. What's up? What's up? What are you doing? What? What are you doing? What's all this? I'm I'm not travelling to do the podcast nonsense. Well, I've had a better offer. I've, my, my agent's given me a call. What? I've had a better offer. What? There's there's another podcast. Yeah. Um, a, a decent rival podcast, and you know they've got big money sponsorship now. Oh, great! So, so so another podcast gets sponsorship, and you decide to jump ship and and not perform on ours. Yeah. Well, apparently it's it's all the free full English breakfasts I can eat. Mm, tempting. No, it's no, no, it's not tempting. Your loyalty should lie here, sunshine. I got a bike. You had a, you had a great season last season on here, and you want to just go and swan off just because they've got some big money sponsorship. They're giving me a bike. It's a girl's bike, fair enough. But they're giving me a bike. <laughs> Nonsense. I, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I think. I think. Well, you've upset all the listeners now. To be honest, James. Well, well they'll they'll be like gutted now. They'll be angry and like posting stuff on you on your Twitter. To, to be honest, telling you to die. I was just cycling on my way back because they've let me down a bit, and yeah, yeah, they, they didn't offer me any of those rice krispie pies uh, and cake ones. So but what the fuck is a rice krispie pie cake? <laughs> <laughs> a rice krispie pie cake? 
Yeah. A Rice Krispie cake in the shape of a pie. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd come back. Is it, well, you can't just swan back in. Well, You can't just swan back into first team. And I need I need to apologise. I think you should. It's like, I know we, we've not done a podcast since before Wembley. And, yeah. And it's because of that other podcast that have just... They've turned my head. They've messed with my head, basically. Unbel- it's not all about money, James. It's not all about your big money sponsorships and your all-day breakfasts. Yeah. Is it? It's about it's about you gotta stick where you, where your loyalties lie here on the on the Talk podcast. Well I also heard that the Talk podcast is now sponsored by the Sausage Cottage We are Botulism Burgers. We, so. we are we are sponsored by the Sausage Cottage. I mean more on that so, deal later. So yeah, yeah. So, so that's I'm I'm ready to come back and apologise to everybody. Well, it's no good apologising to me, James, because like I'm still angry and upset and hurt. So I think you should apologise to the fans. Yeah. Well, I'm just getting a PR professional to write up a professional statement all about it that I can put on a website. No, well, you're supposed to write your own. Oh, I know that, but <laughs> well, if it, well, it's no good looking at me like that, James. I think Look, you should. I, I'm the one that talks about Rice Krispie pies, so yeah, that, that, I can't should... speak proper English. I need someone to do it for me. Oh, got you. So that will be all right. So we'll, we'll in your. In your statement, then, yeah, that you're going to obviously have to make to the to the fans of the podcast. It's going to be obviously in your language. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. entirely my my language. Yeah, good. So you definitely wrote this. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So you definitely wrote it. Yeah, definitely. You definitely wrote it. Yeah, yeah. No and, one else. And I'll I'll type it out in in notes on my iPhone. Take a screenshot and post it on Twitter after. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, hang on. You could take a you could be taking a photo of the PR person's notes. Or what he sent you? No, it's definitely me. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, following the events of this summer, I want to make my position a hundred percent clear. Yeah. To hopefully allow a line to be drawn beneath this situation, Neil. Hmm. And I accept my actions were unprofessional and unacceptable. And to that end, I've apologised sincerely to everyone, to my teammate Neil. Yes. To the head coach and all the coaching staff. And well, for for this podcast, yeah, yeah, we, we've yeah. got lots of them. Yeah. Uh, and I also apologise to our fantastic supporters and listeners who have been so kind to me since I arrived at Owl's Talk. Well, yeah, I should think you should. Okay, well, obviously don't expect to come straight back in. We're going to have to, you know, leave you out every now and again for a bit. Yeah, well... Otherwise you'll upset. I just I just hope that the rest of the podcast doesn't go to shit because I've, I've messed about so much. Well, early days, early days. But yeah, thank you for your, your statement and your apology. We'll We'll take that on board. So, I'm glad that's all over and everything's happening and we're swimming again. We're back up and running. This is episode 14. We had a great season last season. Yay. And then we went dead. We went dead. Uh, the last one we did, episode 13, unlucky for some, things were flying, weren't they? And we're yeah. like, we were in the uh, final of the playoffs. That was our pre-Wembley it was podcast it was. And, and we were on such a high look at what's happened since look at what so so we were obviously doing our thing and then we went to Wembley and then since then look what's happened we've had to come back we've had to come back we weren't yeah. we weren't planning on this we weren't planning on doing any more podcasts but since we left it in the hands of the Wednesday week everything's gone to shit yeah hasn't it so like we, we've got to come back in rescue the situation Owl's Talk will sort it we are back yes yeah, all those full English breakfasts isn't it we, we, we are back in full effect we are in, in full effect as the hip hop guys say yeah so um, we might as well recap all the stuff that we've missed yeah and or not discussed if there's anything worthy of being discussed that is I think we need to talk about Wembley 
before we do, let me just give you a warning, listeners, that at any moment in time, the oven man's going to come. <laughs> the oven man, oven man, he's not like Iron Man or an Avenger. Oven man. He's literally a man who fixes an oven. Is going to come in and fix my oven, and that's not. It's not. It's Bear, not. Bearing in mind, we're recording in your kitchen. Yeah, it's, somebody with like a hammer and chisel or whatever fixing your oven. Yeah, because that's how they fix it. Because <laughs> they don't use a hammer and chisel. <laughs> Even he wouldn't do that. He's stupid. It's going to make some right noise. I can't stop. I keep looking over my shoulder at the gate to see if he's in. Well, I can see if, the gate. if I see a car come. I'll let you know. Okay, it might be a van. The other man. We need a proper professional recording studio. Yeah, we do. (laughs) We do. More on that later. But the other man, yeah, he is going to come any minute in time. And what we're going to do is, if he does rock up during this podcast, I'm not going to stop it. All right? So it might freak him out a bit that we're talking like this and he's behind us fixing an oven. But fuck it. Shall we see how awkward we can make it for him? (laughs) We've been in stranger situations, (laughs) to be fair. Uh, Wembley being one of them. What a great segue. So yeah, expect the other man any minute. Um, back to Wembley then. So Neil, what's your memories of Wembley? I don't have any. Exactly. Well, I have I have limited memories of Wembley. Uh, very very limited memories. So what what is your limited memory of me- Wembley? Let's start off with the ticket in because like the ticket in was um, it, it was, was awesome, really well done. It was, but uh, I think what we've tended to find was fans on the first glut of ticket sales because I can't really remember how it went off, but on the ticket sales, the first round and the second round. <coughs> All fans bought shit loads of tickets. Yeah. Uh, and then when it come round to the general sale, they bought more in better positions. Yeah. So everyone ended up being a ticket tout. Pretty much. Which, which, yeah, which yeah. was like, that's that's how I found it. So um, uh, I managed to get two different sets of tickets. One, my first lot was, uh, I think it was like up in the gods somewhere on the second tier or something like that. Yeah. And then the ones that we eventually plumped for, James, were... Down pitch side, weren't they? Pretty much in the corner. Yeah, very, very near the corner. From what I remember. Which, uh, th- so. those ones were again essentially touted to us. I'll not say who by. <laughs> yeah, they were. Because it'll put him in a very compromising position. Yes, but, yeah. it will. Won't it, Carlos? <laughs> no, only kidding. Only kidding. Not that, Carlos. It's actually worse than that, Neil. Not that, Carlos. You, you don't even know who sold those, those tickets. I, 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 uh, I can guess. Yeah, Nigel Short. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> no. so <laughs> even worse than that. Oh God. Um, but th- been, thanks to him, anyway. Well, let's move on because uh, we don't want to get him into trouble, do no. we? No, Mr. Shansiri. No, only kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so um, we got the tickets. You don't know how close you were there. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got the tickets, and uh, from then on, I think from the tickets until two days after. Yeah, everything else is a bit of a blur. So, um, I think we went down on the train. Yeah, let's start with the train journey. Actually, did we go down? Oh yeah, the train. Of course, we did we, go down on the train. I, I booked us a train at a certain time. Yeah, you then got scared it's going to get too busy, so we ended up getting up at the crack of dawn. That's it to go to the train station. I'm glad we did. I thought that was a very sensible idea. It actually did work out because we got on one train. Yeah. And it was packed. It was standing room only. It, there were some good guys on there, actually. They were all booze, yeah. boozing, weren't they? And it, yeah. it, there were some like top lads on there who had a right laugh for the eight minutes we were on it. <laughs> <laughs> because an announcement came on saying that there was another train setting off two minutes after this one on another platform. Which we heard, we heard it by accident. Yeah. We heard it because what we're talking, we're laughing. We're like, ha, 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 you're funny, aren't you? And they're like, yeah, and you're funny as well. And it's just like, well, I happened to be stood right next to where the speaker comes out and it was really quiet. And yeah. I, I heard it. I'm like, right, let's go and get it. We yeah. went, went across and it was virtually empty. We got straight on a table. We were sat down, 
table. That's the first thing you go for on a train is a table. Yeah. So like you go for the table seats facing forward. That's what you do. So like table. Well, you face, were facing forward. Facing. Yeah, you weren't. So table facing forward with a power socket. What more can you ask for? It was awesome. It's like it was like first class. Then then you got off just before it set off, and then got a coffee. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I did. So we had a coffee on the way down. Yeah. In a much more relaxed environment than the other train was. I will be honest. If I think we're like we're like eleven minutes in, and you're talking about gran- granular detail, <laughs> like the Starbucks that I got off the train for, so yeah. we might have to skip a few things. But um, and after yeah. about three hundred yards, a bird flew past the window. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach you for not having the tea on the table. Ooh. Um, so yeah. So anyway, um, where did we get off? Uh, oh, we we got off at um, in London, yeah, in St Pancras. Um, our hotel was in Islington. Yeah, did we walk? We did from the station to the hotel. That's then, ridiculous. Then we went to the tube and got the tube to Wembley. That's it. So, and on the tube, who did we meet? We met um, we met quite a few people. There were Wednesday fans everywhere, weren't they? Yeah, even in London, London town, everywhere. As we walked from the train station to our hotel in Islington, which is. A bit away from Wembley, isn't it? Oh yeah. All the cafes and stuff had people with Wednesday shirts in them. They did, yeah. They did. It must have uh, took some money that London. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we went to Wembley. We saw people on the tube, which kept on saying "mind the gap," which was amusing. We had one of our Owls Talk people over from I think it was it Canada. Yeah. Uh, America. We met on the tube, and we were yeah. talking to him all the way down there. It was one of the moderators. Yeah, one of the Owls Talk moderators. <laughs> that, that Neil's forgotten the name of. <laughs> I'm I'm so bad with usernames. Um, but yeah, random meeting, just meeting people. Like, are you are you that Owls talk? Yeah, is is he, are you Neil and James? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 definitely not. Not us. <laughs> not us. Um, the funny thing was, he was on his way to his hotel and got on the wrong tube. Yeah, and then got off at the wrong stop. Which so like he went all over the shop. That lad. Yeah, I hope he made it to the match. I imagine so. There was plenty of time for him. So um, when we arrived at Wembley, uh, we went to which station was it? The north, the northern station, and walking back down. I can't remember. Uh, There'll was, be a lot of that in this. It was this a, section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tube station rather than a train station. Yeah, that's it. So we we came out at Wembley Way and walked at Wembley Way. Right, got you. Okay, I'm with you now. And that was good. It was a bit quiet at that point, wasn't it? Um, there, were, there were like people just starting to arrive. Did we get there early? We were fairly early because we were going to have a few drinks beforehand. A few. <laughs> a few. Um, we walked up to the fan park, didn't we? Yeah. The whole fan park we walked past it, it, and there was three people sat, yeah, sat the, at a table outside. The fan park at that point was uh, proper bobbins. It was really terrible. And then the, the Wednesday fan park had more people in it but just wasn't fun. No. It's a good job it went called Fun Park. Let's just put it that way. It was, but that that was really early on. Yeah, it, it, we had a we had a pint, got served straight away because there were no queue because no one was there. Yeah. Then we went in. We had that pint and we went into the arena. That, the was, that, that was Dennis Hobson's fault because we we bumped into boxing promoter Dennis Hobson, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, he's like, uh, "Oh, I need to go in there, don't I? like going there's uh, that bar there that's open in the arena." And the arena obviously sounds like glamorous, so we're thinking, right, sound. Let's go for a glamorous beer. It was shocking, man. It was just so <laughs> bad. Basically, stood on a, a, a shut down concourse. <laughs> it was terrible, <laughs> with some like evil doorman staring at us. Yeah, and then they put some leather sofas in it for some reason. So I just sat on them for a bit. Had one point, and then cleared off. Then you got a phone call, Neil. 
this is where it takes a turn. So we were at Wembley for the playoff final, nice and early, having a beer. Yeah. So like kind of soaking in the atmosphere. And then we get a, a phone call from Sarah Hilton and Mr. Keys, Lee old, Keys. Old Keys. And, uh, and they were like, we're in the hotel on Wembley Way. Come and, come and have a beer. Yeah. So that sounds innocent enough, doesn't it? That, that was innocent enough. Then so, you happened. Then, and, then, and then things took a terrible turn for the worse. <laughs> So we went up into the hotel room, ordered some beers. Yeah. Well, actually, this is the problem. It was a right cocktail, <laughs> weren't it? It, it? It was just a... I remember, like, I thought we'd just be going for cans of lager. Yeah. But then but, I think the girls turned up with carrier bags full of a, the vodka. weirdest concoction of beers. Yeah, there was vodka, there was wine, there was... Yeah, red wine, vodka, champagne. Champagne, yeah. I think we started on the champagne. Yeah. Um, then we had some weird mixed drinks. Um, we had vodka, and Keys being Keys didn't give us a shot of vodka. I think it was a pint. It was virtually it was a full glass of vodka. Yeah, and yeah, and then you got very drunk very quickly. Very very quickly. I th- and then what I did is I grabbed the bottle of red wine, and that was down in one. This is before the match as well. <laughs> and I was, I was having the time of my life. I'll be honest. Yeah. I can't remember most of it, but I can remember. Dismantling a corgi trouser press, <laughs> um, getting a screwdriver and taking to bits the coffee machine that looks like about a grand's worth of coffee machine. Because this yeah. was a posh hotel, um, and then I think I went in the shower. Um, have, have you ever seen that episode of I'm Alan Partridge where he dresses up as a vampire? Yeah, using, using <laughs> the shower with the shower with the t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like nail screws as, as his nails. Yeah. I'm a vampire. Right. Basically, you did that. Amazing. You Amazing. did that. Dancing around with a shower curtain and an iron and an ironing board. That's it. I remember now. Yeah. Then, was, you, then you tried to jump out of the window. We were in one of the top suites. Excellent. Yeah, it all got very messy very, very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. I think I was just high on life. <coughs> but, um, yeah. Which then inevitably went into the match, like, soaking in the atmosphere. Had a few beers on the concourse. The concourse, for me, was probably the highlight of the whole day. Yeah. I think before we went actually and got our seats, I think the, the just the sheer, absolute mad party that was going off there. Oh, it was awesome. Dancing in a lake of lager, because, like, the lager was just all over the floor. With inflatables, people dressed up madly. Yeah. Yeah, some, like, inflatable palm trees and stuff. And uh, Beastie Owl were there. Yeah. And and all the uh, Owls Onliners were, were people kicking People climbing up on people's shoulders and just a constant party atmosphere in there. you got a video of that, haven't you? On, yeah. The, on YouTube? It's on, on the YouTube, on the Tube of You. What's it called? Uh, just like Wednesday Fans at Wembley or something. Is it? Sound. Yeah. It's good, that. I, I enjoyed that. That went, seemed to go on forever, unless I was very drunk and couldn't really remember. That did go on but forever. It seemed to go on forever and ever. And we were drinking all the way through that as well. So yeah. by the time we got to the seat... Mm. I'll be honest, right? I'll be honest. I'm happy to admit that there's no way that I should have been permitted into a football match <laughs> in the state that I was. I was I was stood, and I'm having a laugh, so I weren't like violent or anything. Uh, and I was stood walking fairly straight. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, Jesus. As soon as we went down into the seat, you sat down just before the, the kickoff. And you looked like you were going to die at that point. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And God. I, I just saw your face glazed over. So all the people sat around us as well. It was all people I know, like all the regulars from the new Barrett Tavern and stuff were there. Was it? Yeah. Oh. And so, so you 
you just glazed over. Everyone's looking around going, is, is he all right? Oh, shit. Then, then some inflatables came over and you decided you were keeping one of them oh, for some God. reason, then threw it at, at some kid behind us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. my memories of the game is that... I have none. I have Honestly, I have none. No memory of the game. My, my memories of the game are that we didn't play very well. Yeah. And I spent more more of the game looking at you than the match because you were just being ridiculous. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But, I, yeah, I can't remember the game at all. I have no idea what went on. Do, do you remember us at half-time going back to the concourse having another beer for some yes. bizarre reason? Yes, I saw, we saw Ed from Revenue yeah, of the Makers. bumping into Ed, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bought him a beer and gave him a, cl- a cuddle. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. How weird is it that I can remember the concourse and the half-time concourse and leaving the match, but I can't remember any of the game. It must it must be like Jesus flushing it out of my memory? Yeah, probably not a bad thing to be honest. Um, I weren't, I weren't that gutted when we came away. I don't think with the result. I just thought, mm-hmm. you know, great day out. It were whole with a great side. It took me about ten minutes to get you out of your seat after. Oh, apart from that bit then. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I felt a bit gutted for a, for a little bit after, and then yeah. afterwards I was like, because the fans were awesome throughout, Yeah, our fans, not the whole fans, that didn't right. turn up, Yeah, um, but we were awesome. So like, it was a good kind of party, party atmosphere just to finish off the season, even though we didn't win that game. And then we went for beers. Woohoo! More beers. Before the beers, Neil. Be- yeah. Before the beers, you made a surprise appearance on television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Oh, my God. That, I forgot all about that. Oh, my the, the God. The clip has been on Al's talk. I, I never game. thought in a million years that would make it to air. No. Because, because it was just, it was too ridiculous. And they I've, cannot have had any other footage to they, show. They must have just been, either they must have been that desperate because they had nothing else, or they just thought it was just so random yeah. and funny that they left it in. Just, just to quantify this bit, right, it was shown on BBC Humberside, yeah, rather than anyone, we it was actually a cousin of mine sent me a message on Facebook saying, "Were you and Neil like outside in front of the cameras at Wembley?" Because I've just seen it, and then we got it on iPlayer. We've got to find that video. We need to find that video and repost it. There's some guy from. Uh, was he from Hull? It was a Hull fan they were interviewing. Yeah, and I can't you, remember what he was saying. You were just hanging over his shoulder, staring right into his face. <laughs> With a drunken, glazed look on your face. Disagreeing. Pulling faces. <laughs> How did that get on telly? And then there's just me in the background for the first bit of it, just kind of like trying not to look at you. Like, oh my God, he's found a camera. Amazing. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Um, before we move away from Wembley, what did you think of Wembley, the stadium and the catering and the concourse and the ticket doors or whatever you call them <laughs> the ticket doors the turnstiles <laughs> the ticket doors I thought it was awesome it was, I did it was obviously busy getting in there just like it went too bad for us was it no we just walked straight in didn't we it was like a, a slow walk in behind yeah. everybody else yeah which was fine but yeah on the concourse it was massive yeah got loads of beers really quick yeah absolutely massive concourse wasn't it yeah absolutely massive it is my favourite part of the whole experience was being in that concourse. Yes, yeah, whilst everyone was dancing and having a party. Same, and I think uh, all in all, Wembley was a good day out. Wrong result, but a great experience. Uh, from what I remember. <laughs> hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Online at You're listening to FM. So um, let's just cover a few things that's been going off recently. Then let's let's stick with the concourse theme and the Sheffield Wednesday catering contract. Yes, has been announced that um, Mr. Shansiri says it's going to be brought back in house. So Sheffield Wednesday will be dealing with the catering from now on. Indeed. Great. It's 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 a no-brainer for me. I, I don't understand why we signed that really ridiculous contract with what used to be Lindley in the first place. Yeah, because um, I think we'd, we'd dealt with Lindley before and yeah. then moved into trying to do our own thing, which I think the fans appreciated, but might not have been that profitable because it was like still a, almost an experiment, if you like. That's exactly what it was, and we got like berries and... Uh, berries. Like, is it all- berries or berries? Berries, isn't it? I'd say berries. Do you? Yeah. I've never heard it called Berez. That sounds like Mexican. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what I've always called it. But yeah, we had them. And we used to have like the Henderson's pies and stuff back yeah. then. And like, they, they were generally nice. I think at one point, didn't they have like some kind of sea bass and tagliatelle and stuff on the menu? <laughs> which obviously didn't go down as well. No, well, I don't think that's like a, a step too far, if I'm honest, for a football match. But yeah. Um, yeah, so um, Chef Wednesday bringing it back in house. Firstly, what do you think of that news? Which I think you've already said. But secondly, uh, what kind of ideas would you like to see implemented at Hillsborough? I would like to see just. I would like a, it, it all overhauled so we got a decent kind of point of sale system, and that one of the big complaints is how long it takes to get served, and that they use calculators and they can't add up and stuff, which is all absolutely fine in my head. But we just need to speed it up. Yeah, okay. And if they get to a point where you can scan your team card for like points and on stuff that you buy as well, yeah, how good would that be? Exactly. Do you know what I'd like to see? Rather than there being a stadium-wide catering thing, right? So like, yeah. do you know, like, so we had uh, Lindley's or Centre Plate or whatever it was called that did did all the catering, and every outlet that you went to sold the same thing. Yeah, I'd like to see a different, like, almost like a, a festival. Yes, right, yeah. where you have a different stall selling different stuff. So one does. So you get Nando's in to do the chicken one, right? You, right. Okay. You get berries in to do the hot Th- pot. You're aiming a bit high, but well, yeah. you know what I mean. So, <laughs> all right, then wicker chicken, <laughs> wicker chicken, wicker chicken, sausage cottage, so, sausage cottage. I said that wrong. Um, <laughs> wicker chicken. Oh, for God's sake! Red lorry, yellow lorry. Uh, so, so you got like uh, chicken. From the Wicker Man, right? So Imran's comes in and does the chicken on the North Stand. That go down the, well. The Wicker Man, the Nicolas Cage version, yeah. or the, the old one. <laughs> um, 
and then you know what I mean so like every, and so you've got like a, a West Indian curries yeah. jerk yeah. chicken and then you go to the next one and it's like pizzas and garlic bread burgers and hot dogs that's the way I think where you uh huh uh huh <laughs> like it <laughs> <laughs> that would quick that would that quick silly, that would quick but I think that's a good way to have um, attract people to want to buy it two you then work out what sells what doesn't three yeah. you get all these concessions in that will effectively pay you to be in the stadium or whatever I don't know And but it's, it's got to work I'd agree with that to be honest it'd, it'd be good to have a good variety in there and on beers as well get a good variety of beers it's it's 2016 right people don't want a boiled burger in a dry bread cake for £4.50 that's ridiculous they don't do they it's these the tastes have changed and since then bland fry chips yeah so it's like let's get let's get different concessions in I don't know if it's possible with, due to the structural layout of the north stand for example see that's the biggest problem yeah but you, you see festival catering is done in a much smaller space it's done in a little caravan. The problem is that in in catering, where you're in a fixed establishment, you have to have certain amount of uh, it's all regulated for so certain amount of extraction and stuff like that. So if you're yeah. frying chips, for example, in there, yeah, in some of the the outlets, the fri- the chips aren't actually fried in there. Yeah, they they fried somewhere else and brought in, or yeah. or put in an oven and brought in. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty certain that there's got to be a way to to sort this if you get like dominoes in to do mini pizzas or something I don't know but yeah. I would that's that's the ideal for me is like just do that it's the way that American sports stadiums are set up yeah and and, and a lot of music venues uh, like when you go to big stadiums like the music stadiums do that already yeah. in England yeah. but it just seems that if we're going to update the contracts let's update the food let's not just have chips burgers indeed you know and healthier options as well for people that are like John West tuna stand <laughs> <laughs> like Thai food that's that's yeah Tommy, that's healthy Thai fish Thai, win, win, Thai win. red curry win win for Mr Shansiri isn't it? it can like if we had Thai food Neil right yeah we we've, we already know what it's like when there's the phantom guffers on the cop I don't think Thai food's that bad I think if you if you're talking like oh let's think um I don't know Sunday dinner if you have Sunday dinner, Sunday Sunday dinner sandwich, yeah, it's like with sprouts, with sprouts. That's it. So yeah, sprouts. Let's sell sprouts. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Hello. It's Hello. Oda here. Oh, it's Oda. Hi, Oda. Hi, Oda. Hi. All right, Oda. All right. Cheers, Conte. Bye. He's gone again. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, something else that I think we could do with um, upgrading and improving. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday Club Shop. Oh God! Just knock it down and start again. Sheffield Wednesday Club Shop. Neil, do you, do you want to buy a playoff final T-shirt? <laughs> we, we got a few of them left. So Sheffield Wednesday, is it mega store? Mega. It? What even does that mean? What is a mega store? Mega store usually refers to something that's like absolutely bloody massive. We've got a shop. Mm, it, it's just a meaningless word, and it doesn't live up to the hype of the sign. So anyway, anyway, I went and did some market research, James. I went down the other week uh, for a wander around the mega store. Mega. And I'll be honest, right, we used to take the mick out. On our sort, we used to make, take the mick a little bit out of the club shop and some of the things that it sells. Crossbar fudge. Crossbar fudge. For that bendy was pencils. Yeah, bendy pencils. Danny Wilson Toby jugs. Yes. Yes. So remember those days? So we had... Genuinely, listeners... There was even a page on our sort dedicated to it. There was. And it was... Um, yeah, so so like there was a Danny Wilson Toby jug... Um, what else? A bendy pencil. Why would you need a bendy pencil? 
there was um, oh god yeah the crossbar fudge was just like <laughs> and, and it it was like how 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 weak is that link to football that you just call your fudge crossbar fudge and you stick it in a football shop anyway so I those I thought was the dark days of Sheffield Wednesday mega store little did you know I could not believe my eyes when I went into the mega store the other week and I'm not even exaggerating or being dramatic it was by far the worst it's ever been ever and I think you started a thread about it on Owl's Talk which a lot of people contributed to, then it dropped off the first page. Yeah. And since then, there have been at least three or four other threads started on the same subject. So it's not just you, other people are noticing it. Yeah. So, um, it's bad. It is so bad. I'm just trying to find the the thing, but I can't find it. So anyway, went into the megastore, right? Yeah. Thinking, right, okay, it's summer, and um, the new kit's just about out, but it wasn't out at that point. Went in, and all down where they have the kits normally on this on the wall, yeah. there was a full wall, right, of playoff final commemorative, commemorative T-shirts yeah. at a tenner. Oh, oh, they've been reduced since, Neil. I think they're £7.50 now, because that makes a difference. Now, that that was bad, right? I'm thinking, Jesus, who's going to... That's like buying a commemorative... I don't know, a commemorative plate from when we lost to Arsenal in, in the cup final. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like that. So for me, I'm just like, this. Just that's terrible. Who, that's, that's who ordered those t-shirts? I don't know. Because that is the worst case of over-ordering I've ever seen, I think. You see what you do when you, in that scenario, right? You obviously have to wait for the result. I would take, I would, I don't know. What well, the, t- t- the t-shirts were actually done before, so you could go in and buy them before. Yeah, that's what I mean. Final. That's what I mean. So normally you'd like... I don't know. And You'd I saw a lot of people wearing them at Wembley, to be fair. Yeah. So, like, yeah, fair enough. They sold them. But um, to still have them on sale after we lost, yeah, it's taking a piss. And, did, did, and not, not just a few. Well, so, so, anyway, right, the full wall of playoff, <laughs> t- playoff final T-shirts, right, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. You know them little carousel racks where they have, like, uh, training gear on and stuff like oh, that? Yeah, yeah. The, you know, You know what I mean? That, like, sit on the floor. And, yeah, like, the, the ones in the middle. Yeah, the ones in the middle. So, you've got coat hangers. and well, Guess what were on them? Oh, when I went in, there, were, there was... Uh, well, actually, recently when I went in, it was the playoff final T-shirts. Playoff final T-shirts, exactly. <laughs> so, right, so, so, I'm like... What is going on? It's like, this is shocking. This is so bad. Um, whoever's put them out there, right? Yeah, you've got to shift them. Don't don't shift them. Donate them to just a charity in Africa that need clothing. Just donate them. Just don't try, yeah, do not try selling them to Wednesday fans for £7.50 or 10 quid or whatever it is you're trying to fleece fans for for a commemorative t-shirt of a day that we lost at Wembley and most people yeah. left crying, you know? It, it really winds me up that because that's not good enough. That is that is shocking. It's just not good enough, but is he, it? Almost even with. And by the way, right, that's the stock that you see on the shop floor. Imagine how many boxes of those t-shirts are in the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, oh, we're gonna win this final, and we're gonna sell thousands upon thousands of these playoff final t-shirts. I'm just trying to. I'm just searching for the thread that I did because I want to. Um, just I want to find it. Um, club shop, not club shop. I'll find it uh, right. So anyway, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's bad. But even worse than that, Neil, almost is the footballs, red footballs. Yeah, in Sheffield Wednesday club shop, red, red. football. Let me just let me just say that again, right? Our football club in its mega store is selling red footballs. 
Who's going to buy one of them? Who, who would be seen buying one of them? Who would, who would be seen walking out of the mega store <laughs> with nothing but a red football? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick up this red football, red and white as well, to, just to top it off. Uh, honestly, it, it really wound me up. So that's so that's so you got an entire half a store, a mega store, right? Bearing in mind what you said, what does mega store mean? It means massive. So you've got half of a massive store <laughs> with nothing but playoff final T-shirts in. Wow, red footballs. Yeah, and get this, get this, get this. <laughs> Blue and white. Sheffield Wednesday Christmas gnomes Yay. Christmas garden gnomes <laughs> that takes the biscuit that is the number one oh. most unbelievable in July in July <laughs> in July our football club is selling Christmas gnomes well Christmas garden gnomes I would like to say that that's in preparation for the Christmas season but they've been in there for about four years Christmas garden gnomes in July yeah so, if you're a Wednesday fan and you want to go and get the new kit in June, July, you walk in, you're faced with, oh, by the way, do you remember when we lost at Wembley? <laughs> right? Splattered everywhere. Then you've got red footballs yeah. and Christmas garden gnomes. Right, even better, Neil. Right? We, we had a, a decent season last season. We obviously yeah. lost in the playoff final, whatever, right? You might want to remember that parts of that season, right? So, you go yeah. into the club shop to buy... A DVD, <laughs> yes, because yeah, because like DVDs are top sellers these days, right? So you go you go in to buy a DVD, you look on the DVD rack, yeah, right. There's there's no 2015 16 season review DVDs. Don't be ridiculous. It's 2010 2011. 2010. Everybody wants it. <laughs> everybody is crying out for a 2010 season review DVD. At full price, still. At full price. Wow. At full price, next to the Christmas Garden gnomes. And bearing in mind that in 2011, when they were released, the club shop was selling them for 15 quid. Yeah. As, the, as they just about still are now. Yeah. Right? You could walk into HMV, buy something, and get it for three quid. Yeah, 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 Back yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and all the while that you're wandering around, a massive, massive photo picture of wow. Antonio on the wall <laughs> in the old. Reminding you of. Old strip. Reminding you of. When we had wingers, a photograph which fair, but. I, I've I've been left Jeffy Wednesday now for three years nearly, and we had that up for a good two years whilst I was there. It it was it or it currently is. It I'll say this straight: it currently is the most embarrassing, worst state it's ever been in the megastore. It is, and that to take that, that title <laughs> is that, an achievement. From the days of crossbar fudge and bendy pencils, <laughs> we have gone to Christmas garden gnomes. DVD reviews from 10 years ago, red footballs, and playoff final t-shirts where we lost. Wow. I am disgusted. We, we, we just need... We need East Bank Gentlemen's Club back or something of that ilk. Yes, where, we which do. Which were decent, nice, decent, like, t-shirts and prints and stuff. Yeah, yes, we do. So, that's it, Mr. Shansiri. Your challenge is to sort this nonsense out oh, and God. get it sorted because it's, it's a, a disgrace. Yeah. Absolute disgrace. Online at owlstalk.co.uk You're listening to Owlstalk FM Now, since then, uh, the new kits have come out. Yeah. So we've got three kits. We have. We've got uh, black and orange. Yeah. We've got a, nice. a, a white one, like Leeds United style. Just saying. <laughs> and um, we've got um, a and home Ipswich kit. kit. The Ipswich kit. Our home kit. The Ipswich kit, which we haven't had a lot of luck in. No. Recently. Well, um, 
So yeah, what, what do you think of them? I actually think that for a selection of kits, they are some of the best kits we've had in a long time. Yeah. Except the home kit isn't a Wednesday kit generally, is it? The home kit, right, when I first saw it, I'm it's like... It's nice. Well, when, when, when I first saw it and everybody else did, and you have your, it doesn't matter if a kit's brilliant, it always has a nuclear meltdown online. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I hate it, I hate it. It's not we, we, proper we could, strike. genuinely, we could release exactly the same kit the next year, yeah, and people would moan about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we had, we had the, the the usual breakdown and people crying into the coffee. Still, um, still going yeah, on. still doing it, still doing it. Now, I saw it and then I went, at first I'm like, mm, don't really like that, right? And then it really grew on me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that looks actually looks smart. But then it, I've gone off it again. I'd, I've been like that. I kind of wave up and down with it. Now I don't I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but. I genuinely, I, I genuinely prefer the probably the black and orange one. Yeah, I think that's my favorite of the three. Yeah, same. I don't like the the Leeds United one's smart, but it's like a bit white. Yeah, it's all right. The, the home kit is uh, very the, Ipswich. The white kit is our third kit, isn't it? Yeah, and we played in that more than our normal away kit. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so well, so far we've only been like three matches. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the home the home kit I'm wavering. There's on. always that argument of should we have a black kit because you remember back to the Alex Ferguson Manchester United grey kit. Days. Yeah, and they couldn't see each other. Yeah, and even at Wednesday last time we had a black kit. I think was it under Megson, and I think Megson complained about it because the players couldn't see each other and other excuses. Yeah, well, hmm. Mr. Megson. So uh, yeah, so uh, plus like <laughs> what the way you said that, <laughs> just Mister Megson, <laughs> new sitcom on BBC. Well, like, oh, Mister Megson, <laughs> they are bringing how you being served back, aren't they? It could be a new character. And he, he like walks into dress me like right lads, I'm going to take you up the back of the cop. Oh, Mister Megson. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> I might send that to commissioning and see if I can uh, make it into a series. <laughs> Take you up the back of the cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best euphemism ever. <laughs> oh dear! He would, yeah. <laughs> He'd get three three quarters of the way through it and then get Dave Jones to finish it off properly, though, wouldn't he? <laughs> so. Uh, so <laughs> Um, speaking of uh, judging managers, <laughs> um, yeah. we've had a mixed start to the season. Yeah, like, it's fair to say we've had obviously um, one of our players essentially go on strike yeah. um, on his bike and his little blue bike, um, and obviously the, the, the typical we've had, had lost to Leeds at yeah. home, which yeah. is like unforgivable always. But um, obviously that sparks more temporary meltdowns. From fans, and then obviously the, the more mid-long-term breakdowns where they like start to judge the manager. Yeah. So, first of all, based on last season, would you give Carlos a break and give us a, give him the whole season with like without question? Do you trust him enough to do that? Uh, I think he's he's earned the benefit of the doubt for the time being. Yeah. I I, I don't see any reason why we should be panicking at all. Do you think it's like obviously uh, football managers now is is very very short term business? You, you yeah. tend to like last a season, don't they, or two seasons at a football club? Despite what the contracts say, they'd like get fired and fired. Yeah. So, with that in mind, um, fans have pretty much turned into this very short term business as well, where they'll 
you know, starts, well, starts two, a, two losses and the fans are calling for his head and yeah. look, looking who's going to replace him. Like somebody was suggesting Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce. Steve oh, Bruce. Talk the other day. Steve Bruce. Wow. I know. And it's like this far into the season, we've just started the season. We've had, we've had a few dodgy games where we haven't performed. We, we did well against Villa and Norwich. We don't need Steve Bruce just yet. I mean, he no. got, he has, he's got no nose, James. Oh, Neil. James. Is that your oven, man? Yeah, probably. No, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, no, <laughs> shit. Oh, no, the oven, man. I was saying a really funny joke. So, we, we, <laughs> Steve Bruce has got no nose, James. <laughs> he, he hasn't. You're right. No, you're supposed to say, well, how does he smell? Right, right. Steve Bruce ain't got... We don't need Steve Bruce at Sheffield Wednesday. He's got no nose, James. Well, how does he smell? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I said terrible and ruined terrible. it. Oh, for God's sake. That's the worst delivery oh. of a joke ever. Yeah. Um, I guess we're going to have to let this oven man in, aren't we? Yeah, he's, he's trying to press the buttons for the buzzer, I think. Yeah. Even though the little gate is open and he can just go around and press it. It's it's very high tech our front gate, <laughs> very high tech. Oh, he's walking away. He looks like a bodybuilder. <laughs> he's he's just... not coming in here. He was, he... You know what bodybuilders are like? They're weird. They'd be like, yeah, yeah I eat protein. They'd be like, fuck off. I saw the other day on Facebook you posted about a footballer that lives here. Yes, and his bad choice of music. Yeah, he lives downstairs. He lives in the flat below. Yeah. And uh, he plays very middle-of-the-road guitar music really loud. Like, really loud. Middle-of-the-road? Like what? Like, um, oh, you know, you know, like indie anthems, right? Yeah. But, but bad ones, <laughs> right? right? Like okay. that. I can't really describe it. It's like, you have to kind of hear it. I bet he's sat down there going, oh, God, that guy upstairs plays that bloody October Drift over and over and over. Yes. And makes sex noises to it. <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. So, um, speaking of sex noises, Raven Jetburn's back. Raven Jetburn. Raven Jetburn. Where have you been? We love Raven Jetburn. He's like for anyone that doesn't know, Raven Jetburn was a chap that appeared on Owls Talk um, a few years ago, wasn't it? Now, yeah, quite a while ago, and uh, he created some of the most delicious videos for Owls Talk and audio. When you say delicious, I wouldn't want to be eating what that chap was eating. He smeared himself in his own <laughs> in his ownness. Not just smeared himself, he actually tasted it. Mm. He went a step too far, but it was hilarious. And if you're into that sort of thing, it was just magical. Magic magic moments from Raven Jetburn. Check him out on Owls Talk. Um, He's not known as Raven Jetburn anymore. He's called Adam Adam West's Left Ear. Yeah, Adam West's Left Ear. Type that into Owls Talk and have a look at the videos on there. Or look at Raven Jetburn on Owls Talk. Well, if you log into Owls Talk, register login and scroll down to the video section, I, th- I believe there's a few in there. One, se- one second. Oh. Hello? Oven Man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So now we're right, having to bye. let the Oven Man in. Right, Oven Man's here. Right. We best get off. We best get off. Let's get off. I'm not going to record him. I can't be arsed. Oh, he looks like an idiot. He looks like an idiot, James. I can't be doing with it. He couldn't even open the gate, Neil. He's ridiculous, man. I've got to go and say bye bye to him. So what? Bye, oven um, <laughs> man. <laughs> just, just gonna just open the door. Bye. I mean, I've got to go and let him in. I don't know why I said goodbye to him. Um, open the door. Say goodbye and slam it in his face again. <laughs> 
so that's episode 14 we'll see you again very soon we're going to record another one very soon yeah um, although I'm in Spain for a bit God. It'd be alright. I'll do it over the phone. So uh, that's all from us. Goodbye, God bless, and up the owls. Thank you. Bye bye. Owlstalk.co.uk, where eyeballs smell of chicken. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.